Yes, yes, yes. We are back once again, ladies and gentlemen. You know how much I love the instrumental, right? I enjoy it so much. So, so much. Uh, we're back again. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 32 of Make the Call podcast. I'm your host, DJ Mainstream, the voice of the voiceless. Um, chilling today. No? We've come very far as people, man. And the year is almost basically half over. A lot of time left to, to do what we need to do as people. But for me, give me our best podcast. This is episode 32, uh, Make the Future. With, um, you could say, my uh, apprentice in a sense. Um, she's she's somebody who's been around the right people. And I'm not saying that just because one of them is me. But she's been around the right people who are involved in the music business for her to understand what she what understand what she wants. And she realizes one of the main things she wants is to not only be in a situation that makes sense for her as radio personality, um, many things that she wants to do, but also she's respected at for it. Um, of course, I'm talking about. Iman Marie, uh, former host of the Underground Collection radio show that ran for multiple years on WVMR. Um, it was a top-rated show for two months straight, something I, they were very proud of. Um, it was a very great time to sit there and, and, and watch them. Um, Iman Marie, um, Kaya... And my boy Ken Florin, uh, they were they, they took my old time slot, ten to twelve, on uh, what used to be Voices Music Radio would turn into the Pulse of New York, and you know I'll, I'll talk a little bit about it, but I'll just say it kind of gave me that sense where it's like okay, I'm at that age and at that time period and at that experience to where I can pass down something that I treasured. I treasured the ten to twelve time slot because when I first started, it was. A time slot that not many people will sit here and pay attention to, and I turned into something. Um, and they did. They did exactly what I expected. And she's one of the reasons why I knew things were going to be okay. Um, but we get more into speaking with her and what she's up to now. Um, it's been a good um, past few days, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of realization. Um, I can share with you now that I passed my New York State notary test. Um, your boy is a new city notary. Um, now the world knows. <laughs> um, the reason why it's a big deal to me is because I failed that test twice. So the pass it a third time was um, it's a really good pat on my back, and I felt good. Um, I'm gonna put the application through today and move forward from there. So um, you want your shit notarized? Any up y'all two dollars, all right? Um, <laughs> um, but of course, this episode is brought to you by our great sponsors. First and foremost, um, our sponsors over at Chill Hop. Uh, Chill Hop is right now providing the playlist uh, Best of Sleepy Fish. Very cozy lo-fi beats. Um, like I said in many other episodes, I, I love listening to lo-fi, especially when I'm doing a podcast or I'm writing for Voiceless Music, which is our other sponsor, VoicelessMusic.com, uh, the home of the unsigned independent. Um, hashtag for the creatives. Um, we're back stronger than ever posting and, and putting music out there for the masses. Um, also, you can read my article celebrating uh, John Cena's 20 years in the wrestling ring. Uh, I speak about how his album affected 
the music side of the wrestling business and kind of mashed it together in my minute with mainstream i enjoyed writing that article uh felt like a kid again watching some old john cena um clips and things of that nature so uh that was good um and of course my the instrumental uh tinyurl.com forward slash suhaiti triumph um it's in, the, it's in the description uh yeah that's my fucking instrumental that's the beat that starts this show um, I'm still waiting for y'all to, to like jump on the beat. Hit me up. Admin, A-D-M-I-N at VoicesMusic.com. Freestyle to the instrumental. Then let's put it out there. Let's celebrate it because our last sponsor, WVMR Network, is also going to be looking for music soon. WVMR Network, uh, home, of, home for the creatives. Um, it's the podcast network that I am, you can say, rebranding, relaunching. I'm in talks with several different shows. If you want to be a part of the network and what we're doing next um if you know wvmr new york from back in the day um you know what wvmr network can go when it comes to you and your brand being a part of it um wvmr bookings at gmail.com or visit at wvmr new york i'm sorry wvmr network on instagram and twitter um yeah i'm still looking man i I want podcast i want the fresh faces like i said i want the financiers i want I, i i don't want just the music so if you're very multifaceted what you what you want to speak about your podcast is, is growing but you want to get that extra leg up on the on a on a situation then contact me I, I definitely want to be able to help grow the brand um i don't know if the announcement is going to come out yet i'm probably gonna wait but i do have a special announcement um there's contracts in place um, uh, that i want to get signed first before I, I say anything but once i do uh you guys are going to be this is going to be very special how we do this this time around this one's going to be good but to get there i have to speak about a little bit about my past and people who were in that past and who are now moving towards the present and looking towards the future ladies and gentlemen this is episode 32 make the future with iman marie hello 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 Hello, hello. What's going on? Nothing much. Hello, it's been a long time coming. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, entrepreneur, uh, a voice of the young people, and someone that I personally, like I said in my intro, wanted to make sure she was ready for what's next in the future. Amon Marie, what's going on? Hey, everybody. Nothing much. I'm... I would say that I'm pretty good at this moment in time. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Miss Miss ATL, you know, leaving us up here in New York to suffer. <laughs> I wouldn't call it that. I had to get my life straight, get my life together. I, I understand it. I remember we had the conversations and I said, you know, would things be different from what you do up here than down there? I remember the first thing you said to me was like, yeah, it'd be, it'd be better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely much better. <laughs> I think I've um, I kind of uh, what they say eat my hat on that one because I I was nervous because I'm like that's a transition like how has the transition mm-hmm. been from being in New York to coming down here I'm coming down going down there so I can be completely honest with you of course. when I went to college out here in 2014 I already kind of knew this is where I wanted to be so 
immediately coming back to New York after college was just kind of like a smack in the face. I was very grateful and thankful to have learned and, you know, be a WBMR with you and just be able, being able to create these milestones for myself. Mm -hmm. I knew that New York was just that stepping stone. Me coming to Georgia, I, in my heart, I still feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. Um, so the actual transition hasn't been hard. I would say that it's, it's, I've been taking my time. Good. Um, good. it's been a trying time, but it, it's been good. It's been a good ride. Good, good. Cause that's the one thing I, I, I had to learn and I'm glad you're learning it now is that fact that I have no patience mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and it's like, but, but you know what it is when you're so motivated to get to a certain goal and you know, and you can see where you want to get to, there's mm -hmm. no, there's, there's no trial and error. It's literally like, I'm going to go for it or I'm not going to do it. And when you get into right. that, into that groove, and you get into that point you want to, and it's like, shit, mistakes happen. Uh, right. Situations happen. It, 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 patience is, man, it's a big virtue. I could be honest with you. When <laughs> when they used to use, when they use that term, like life is, a life is not a race, it's a marathon. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, I didn't fully understand that actual saying. Like, I understood it, of course. But to me, I'm like, nah, it's a race. Like, I, I just want to keep fighting. Right, right, right. But right. literally me coming here and just having to restart over, literally press restart on my life, restart on work, restart on bills, restart on every single thing that I've done. I can, I can truly say I can, I can definitely understand why they say life is a marathon now because I was able to sit down and literally just relax. And you know, trying to be patient was the hardest thing for me. Of course. Because that's not something that's new to me. I don't, I like to keep going and going and going, but just being able to step out and just look and you know dissect and just plan out plan out what i want to do with myself mm -hmm. i can truly say it works out i, I recommend it <laughs> <laughs> she recommends patience ladies and gentlemen that, yes that, that, that's it's it's crazy because i remember um back then early days wvmr and i'm first getting to know you and mm -hmm. I, we had very few far in between conversations when i was sitting back there but I saw the grind. I saw the hustle. Uh, how hard was it to be patient then knowing you could do better than not only your peers, but probably anybody expected? I honestly never thought that about myself. And I would say ever since my first time being at WBMR, I felt like that I wasn't supposed to be there. Um, I felt like I didn't have the proper knowledge. I felt like this is not for me. Like, obviously me be doing radio and me expressing myself, I felt like that was for me. Right. But me being in that actual space around people that I felt like had been doing this for so long, I shouldn't have been there. Um, so I never I never felt like I was too good or I was better than anybody, even in t up until the last episode of Tuck. I've always felt like, damn, like, I, I have a lot of work to do. I, I, I don't know. I just never felt like I was, you know, better than everybody else. Stay I still don't. Stay hungry, stay humble. Exactly. Stay hungry, stay <laughs> humble. Something that I think um, a lot of people in the music industry don't realize is, is, is vital. It's important because you'll be humbled very quickly by people mm -hmm. who have had a lot more experience than you. But, um, very true. but the great part about it is if you find the right people, a la, you know, the crew that we built up, built up on Voices Music, um, even the crew we had at WVMR all together. Mm -hmm. Outside of one or two people, maybe just because of the fact that things were happened fast, 
because I because that's the one thing I talk to everybody who who's been there. That last year before we closed happened really fast, mm-hmm. and the one thing I always want to ask people who I spoke to from the station is, what was the rebound like after you knew that last episode of Tuck was happening? When you realize I'm not getting up to go race to the station by 10 o'clock on Thursday to record my show. This is honestly the first time I felt like I was a, I'm able to express this, but mm-hmm. I'll be, I honestly felt like I didn't know what the hell I was going to do next. And it kind of really sent me into this, I don't want to say deep depression, but I was very depressed because I loved coming into WBMR on Thursdays and just talking my shit, interviewing people, you know, getting, just just literally putting these underground talent out so everybody can understand who they are. Like, I, it, it literally hurt my heart so much and I felt like something was missing. And it's been, what, five years and I still haven't done it. Yes. So. I've just been feeling like, you know, ever since then, like it literally, um, I would say the past two years is when I've just been like, all right, girl, it's time for you to get your shit together, get out of this funk, get it. Because I'm like, wow, I used to do this. And I'm stuck in this um, cycle where I just keep reminiscing and I'm not trying to create new um, opportunities for myself. I'm still stuck in this. I was stuck in that reminiscent, that reminiscent period. Um, So it really did hurt me. I feel like it hurt me more than it hurt and more than it hurt you, honestly. <laughs> you know what's funny? People don't understand that I grow I grow a very fondness of people. And it's not because of the fact that it, people will see it as when you're trying to do the whole mentor mentee thing, it's like, oh, you're just trying to feed off the the next generation or the younger generation. For me, it's always like like I said in my intro, and I I'll just build it up for you. How I said it mm-hmm. was when 10 to 12 Thursdays on WVMR fell because there was no longer a situation where myself or Lady Sen or any of the other co-hosts and mastermind could do it anymore. And when I realized that slot was going to open, the first thing crossed my mind was whoever takes it next has to be someone on that same level because it's what expected going forward. Mm-hmm. Those early days, there was never a conversation about really you doing a show on the station. It was hinted at and I joked around a lot about it just to see what your reaction would be and most of your reaction was exactly what I expected the hesita- mm-hmm. the hesitation but the challenge was like well shit if the owner of the station thing I can do it I'm gonna do this shit right and that's what it right. turned- and now fast forward now like you said five years later I fully expected and I just talked to uh, Miko Sky about this the other day I fully expected you guys to be fine without me. I expected you guys would be great without WVMR because of the fact that there was so much content built. There was, um, the relationships was still in place. Shit, Dime a Dozen followed me for a good while until he unfollowed me. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it, the, it was there, you know what I mean? Like the, what, yeah. how to build off it was there. I didn't expect no one to feel the same way I did where the depression kicked my ass for, for days or and the, the reminiscing was like, it felt like it was suffocating mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, even now, fast forward, it took me this long to say, yo, I'm, I'm ready to re-enter the, the music industry. I'm ready to get back at it. I'm ready to really fully commit like I used to. Right. But I don't know if you feel the same. There's still some hesitation there. Like, damn, what if, you know? 
I'm gonna be honest with you, no. I've, I've reached this point where I'm like, oh, I'm tired of kicking myself in the ass. I I wanna start doing stuff and, and, and you know, creating these new memories for myself that I could look back on and be like, wow, WBMR. Um, Voiceless helped me get get to this point, right. you know. Right. So, I, and 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 a part and and what you were saying before, if I could just piggyback off that, and I feel like the point, the the part of it where everybody, where I feel like everybody felt that jointness of depression or what are we gonna do next is because we literally built a family, and it's it's really hard to move when you're in this space where you're where you feel fully creative and. Not to say that that gets taken away from you, but it it's no longer there. What do you do next? It's it's right. super hard to figure out what your next move is, and it's very hard to to. It's kind of like starting all over. It's really hard to start all over. Right, right. Especially when you've already been solidified. So it's like, damn, now I have to start all over. What do I do? How do people receive this? Um, so I, that's really what I was fighting back and forth um with in my head. Bruh, did you do you not remember how many times I deleted, undeleted? took off added pictures on instagram i went through a whole process yeah a whole process <laughs> to get to the point where i'm at now but the number one thing i always realized was uh I, i'm big on if only if one person listen that means i'm doing something right eventually mm-hmm. they're going to tell somebody in two turns to four four turns to eight eight turns to 12 you know right it it, it gets to a situation eventually for me Especially having this conversation now, this is all therapy. This is like, oh, you too? Cool. How did you get past it? Oh, you too? Can you share your story? So that's why even when I started redoing the podcast again, I was like, okay, we could talk about WVMR all day. I want to know personally, how are you feeling? What's your feeling on now that the station's closed, what's moving forward? So now even us having this conversation, you're saying you're ready to get back at it as in like... You trying to start your own little WMR down there? You better, you better tell me now. I got you on record. <laughs> right. So <laughs> <laughs> I got you on record. You see how I built that up? You see how I did that? Go ahead. Correct. So for those of you that, that do not know me, I literally just moved out here in September 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first thing that I wanted to do was automatically hit the ground running. Of course. But that's the old mindset of me. I cannot, I learned that I cannot move that way. Like I said earlier, patience is something that I had to learn. Um, so I did a lot of studying. I did a lot of waiting, just being patient for certain things to take place in my life before I could then restart. So with that being said, I'm, I feel like right now, mm-hmm in my brain like I'm I'm ready like I've reached this point where I'm not scared anymore like I really want to get out there and just start my own thing yes I do want to start something down here in Georgia that low-key resembles voiceless because that was a family for me and 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 I definitely do understand that vital part and role that we played in the community that we played in the underground music community, that we played in the music community, yep. entertainment community, period. Yep. Yep. So that's a role that's needed. So I definitely want to start that, bring that down here and just, oh, well, I know it's gonna, I know, I know my cap, I know what I'm capable of. Uh, so I know that it, it will be a great venture <laughs> once it does, once I do hit the ground running out here. Well, the great part about it is you, you have the plan. A lot of people go without a plan. I should know. That was me <laughs> several years ago. No plan. Just like, okay, this is what we're doing. I right, and let the, chi- let the chips fall. But we're in the era now. Shit, COVID was un- uncertain. No one expected COVID to hit. 
and mm-hmm. we've we've been able to adjust around it as best as we can as people um, that's so important in the music industry or in business in general because you never know something can just suddenly happen and change the whole trajectory or whatever you had already in plan um, mm-hmm. and through your whole planning process because people don't understand yes it's fun to sit here and get on the mic and talk a whole bunch of shit but this is still a business What's the yeah. one? What's the one key part of your plan so far that stuck out to you? It's like, okay, this is the overall plan, but I gotta really focus on this part. I would say it's being original, and I, I know that sounds really, uh, you know, straightforward and just basic. But literally, during COVID, there has been so many of of the same shows that I've been watching, so many of the same yep. things that everybody else has been doing. Yep, mm-hmm. that. I've just been seeing a lack of originality. And my main thing is something that I hold dear to my heart is I'm always going to be me and do what makes me happy. So I want my show and my business to reflect that. Um, So that is the the biggest thing that I'm taking with me once I do, um, when I start, I mean, as I was planning and and as I move forward is being original with everything that I do. Because I haven't seen anybody do what I what I plan on doing or what I have done here mm-hmm. in Georgia. Like there has been attempts, but no, nothing close. So as long as I'm and, and me and being original and being authentic, mm-hmm. um, that that that'll definitely push me or push anyone, uh, you know, further than the next person. So yeah, that that's the perfect. I think that's I don't want to say it's the perfect answer, but it's the answer is needed for for what you're trying to do because mm-hmm. the and this is just me saying it out loud to obviously the masses listening, but to you now, the hardest part is finding lightning in a bottle. It exists, mm-hmm. but it's so hard to find because even during right. the time when I was coming up, and I've shared this story before, and I think I may have told it to you. Even when mm-hmm. I was first starting on Voices Music Radio on um, on the old station FLO, at that time there were other stations existing. Mm-hmm. But when I started to realize was, all of them were living on a type of um, they got comfortable. They was living on an old precedent of how the industry should go. Right. But what I want that was original, I want the WVMR exactly what you said to be like a family, to where you never know the. Uh, like in, in the case where you, several times it happened on the station, Dark Side Radio will randomly show up on Underground Collection or mm-hmm. Mixie Radio will randomly show up on fucking Saturday, which is unexpected. It's mm-hmm. It made it for a situation where it's like not only must listen radio, but must must see TV because when they logged on to the station, they, uh, they will see like, oh shit, this is so-and-so from this night. Why are they on this thing? Mm-hmm. And it brought a new fan base because everybody wanted to cross-promote. And I think that was great for what it was right right if there is a way for you to establish that down there now listen i'm giving a free game but not everybody can do it if you can establish if you and i yeah i'm talking shit because i know you can't if there's a situation you can pull this off yeah hell yeah that this can work hell yeah this could work with the experience that you have trust me it could work but yes but atl is down there is lacking it I don't. I, there's, there used to be buzz coming out of ATL, not anymore. Not anymore from what I've seen. There, there, I feel like there isn't, but there is. 
because like you said already with with flow um not to just put them out there but the fact that everybody is just moving off of this okay we're comfortable we're here we have a buzz we don't need to worry about how we should expand more or how we should reach this side of the crowd more and right. like i was telling you earlier there is no platform that i've seen out here that has stood out to me that is strictly for literal underground up and coming individuals there's nothing out here like that wow. so the fact that i feel like i'm the first person to do it because I, you know this is georgia there's so many it's, it's kind of like hot 97 they got v, v103 they mm. got streets mm -hmm. they have all these places where these younger or up and coming artists feel like that's that's their first stepping stone rather than them you know what i'm saying like they don't have that medium like we had in new york right they just don't have that so i know for sure that's that's going to be something great and like i was saying it's been five years since i've last done this and i i can personally still hit up the people that i've interviewed or you know that has done so much with their lives from five years ago to ask them like hey would you would you mind coming up <laughs> to georgia and work you know working with this person or you just sitting in an interview you know while i interview with this person just you co-host it that that creates networks yep. who knows two years from there or two months from there yep. those two people are working together that's how it's supposed to be done yep. in my eyes yep. I, I move off that family oriented way because we cannot get anywhere without helping each other I, it don't matter if i'm at level 100 and you're at level 50 right. if i can help you i'm going to help you right. and that's 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 how i move right so the, uh, the number one thing first and foremost it's fucking amazing how I, you, you just put that together because that that it's 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 hard to hear that. There's so many people living off the the this aspect now, of and I said this on a, a, a Facebook post a few days ago. It's a very monkey see monkey do mentality is going on mm -hmm. in the entertainment industry, and most of it is the monkey see as if what they see on social media and they try to do it themselves. But I'm not talking right. about just the the comedians on TikTok or the those who cook. I'm talking about music industry, namely. Mm -hmm. Where there's too many people who will pick up and piggyback off the that TikTok sound, turn around, do it. They want to consider themselves a serious artist, but don't put the work in behind it. They want to <laughs> catch that lightning in the bottle, but not realize it's short term. There's no longevity mm -hmm. in it. Uh, it. It's crazy because now, fast forward, you see there's a need for the WVMRs of the world, the even the DTFs of the world, even the FLOs of the world, because... Now it's just like, we're going to stash them off of TikTok, make them famous real quick, and then throw them back to the walls when we can't take any more money out of them. That's what the industry is right. up now. And it's Correct. bad. And it's sad. It is sad, but some of these people understand that, and they don't care because you also do have to realize a lot of people are just chasing money and chasing what the next person, they like, oh, they had this because they did that. All right, I know I can do this and get that too yeah. without really putting passion or thought or you know, being creative behind it. Yeah. It's just one thought they thought about and just try to run with it. And that can only take you but so far. Ain't lying there. Yeah, not lying so, there. <laughs> so yes, that my main goal, um, I would say for just the station out here would be camaraderie, would be family, family oriented, family based. Uh, that's the best way to move. Uh, see, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the um, camaraderie part because there is a lot of um, it, there, there hasn't been enough connection in the industry over the years. It's a lot of disconnect and it's a disconnect mainly because and from what I've seen, it, it, it's it's a lot of people getting exposed for the, the, the 
the things they do to get in the industry and stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard or if you've seen my Facebook recently. So I have no, I have no issues with this person, but I want to make a reference of it because I know where this person comes from. So mm-hmm. there was a video that was being shared of K Goddess performing on the Hot 97 uh, Summer Jam Festival stage. Mm-hmm. And as I'm looking at the video, it's for me from jump, I, I'm supposed to pay attention to the artist. There's not enough energy from her for someone who's getting an opportunity like Summer Jam Festival. Even if it is the festival, there's still enough people there to know that you're there. Right. First and foremost, no energy. To the outfit, like the whole look and presentation of it, I get it. Girl got an ass. Even if it's not hers, she got an ass. Mm-hmm. There's a way to carry it and make it look and not seem too overdone like you're not trying to get too much attention and that's a that's something that was pointed out on the on the comments and mm-hmm. i'm like and i'm still scrolling the comments and it's like oh shit it's not just her it's the presentation overall that the, they said the sound system sucked the um, the the whole setup or how people were being there sucked and it was like mm-hmm. okay so now even leading up to this there's been other shows that should be involved in it i, I know hot night seven does their performances for people to get on these stages have they lost their way because certain underground people are no longer there in place to like check their shit so from my question to you is is there have you discovered any type of setup like that from down there in georgia where it's like okay the promoters are leaning on the underground to get them to the uh hot 97s and power 105s of georgia i don't think so I feel like the hungriness that I've seen out here from people off of the street, mm. it's just a different, it's just a different vibe in New York. Like you said, um, she was performing on stage. She didn't have any energy. I one, I have a coworker who his music is, is good. He's, he's from the country and his energy that he gives is like, he's been doing this for 30 years. Like he's Michael Jackson. Damn. That's how he performs. Damn. He, he performs with that much energy because you don't know who is in the crowd watching you. It don't matter if the sound system is messed up. Michael Jackson wouldn't care. He would have still been out there performing. So certain things, certain things I can't fully agree with. Um, you know, I couldn't agree. I can't really like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't accept that from her. Um, yes, her body's cool and all that's cool, but no. There's a lot of hungriness that I've seen out here that's just unmatched. I can't say, you know, people in New York don't have that up north, but no, it's just super unmatched here. It's 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 kind of ridiculous. I only went to one event out here and I feel like every single person I saw had potential to be a star. And they're and not to say that they're nobodies, but they're all underground artists and you know, up and coming artists trying to find their way. That's so, the that's the part I was looking for right there. You underground. Keep going. Keep going. Um as based off the promoter based off the promoter's aspect of what you were saying i would say no too mm-hmm. i don't feel like they're leaning on anybody because like i said i only went to one event and it was it was like a bar and it was like an open mic thing it had nothing to, you know what i'm saying it, it wasn't it wasn't directed towards um how we can get these people to pop up it's okay like we don't know who's coming to the to the bar tonight you could get out and get on stage if you want mm-hmm, do your mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. and they and they proved themselves I've seen every I'm telling you it was like 10 people I saw and they all did really good wow. really good nice. so yeah so I don't, I don't know based off what I've seen in New York I, there's a lot of cockiness it's a lot of alright well 
this person follows me they already see what I'm doing I don't need to be I don't need to do too much or and it's like no if you're performing you always need to give your all that's just my opinion because you never know who is watching this is true talk to him talk never to him so. you, you don't and you know what's funny that was that's such a key in today's industry now because people like like the one thing that I enjoyed probably the most doing voices music and having WVMR running simultaneously was the mm. ability to do the events. So I was thinking, ah, oh, damn, what's the name of the damn lounge? Aloha. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed doing those events because even with the the whole idea of yeah, here's this you know up and coming radio station who also has this well known blog who has attachments to those on the bigger stations it still never felt like a competition or a showcase it always felt like this was a concert yes there's prizes and shit like that but there was never a feeling of of they got taken advantage of i i, I try to make sure we all priced fair um even with just coming to do performances they also had radio interviews now knowing that you mm-hmm. you saw all of that do you think there's a room of, uh, for your brand to kind of do like that same type of of bringing up with the independent industry down there? 100%. <laughs> and if I could give you an example. Sure. If I can give you an example, it, it'll kind of be like, um, uh, it, it's, it's a stupid example, but it'll be like pre-K to kindergarten, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. I personally... I personally don't believe that a kid should have a graduation in pre-K, but this is this is them being able to see, you know what I'm saying? Yep. What it feels like yep. to, to actually work for something. You know, it may not be kindergarten or eighth grade or fifth grade, but they're able to still receive an award or receive a congratulations for something that they worked hard on. Yep. And if and if I'm at that pre-K level for if we're just using hypothetically examples, if I'm at that pre-K level for them to, to big them up and be like, hey, you did a great job. Um, I want to I wanna share you to, to the masses or I want to share you with the people that I know before you get to kindergarten. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great, I think that's a great idea. That's a, For me, I, I think that'll do, do well out here. That's, that's really what we need, so. That's, see, that's what I like to hear because there's always a, a room for improvement, but the idea understanding that and maybe it's just because of me because I'm I'm big in like sports and things of that nature so it's always root for the underdog because you never mm-hmm. know what that underdog is going to bring you especially if they have the fire the passion the the connections the the heart to, to get to the point where they know they need to be but not just for themselves but for also the overall business Everybody itself else. oh man mm-hmm. oh man I think that's that was the, probably the best part honestly scrap everything else I said the best part of WVMR was watching like everybody hit a stride once they got on the station for that first month i mean almost mm-hmm. every show did it there was a time where um do you remember uh, shout out to bianca bentley you remember bianca was up there all the time mm-hmm. so we got to a point that literally bianca would show up on whatever day she wanted to and it was dope because she was already starting to become well established in the music industry for being public relations um a manager mm-hmm. for artists so when she started originally she had popped up on mixie radio because she knew dizzy brown very well shout out to dizzy brown she mm-hmm. didn't turn and started showing up on other shows until she got a, her own show right even to the point of having her own show she still was a co-host on miko's show 
from now yeah. and then you look and dvmr is done she's managed uh oh my god what was the girl's name who's a to, as a rapper i'm so sorry I'm, I'm i can't remember this young girl's name she was on one of the reality shows i can't think of her name right this second but the point i'm trying to make is that as you're saying camaraderie that being able to build into something yank is now well known in certain circles that i was once in a lot of other people who were on that platform at the top was once in and now she's in and now she's getting that same level the same thing can go for you where it's like yeah i've been around the the well-known artists the artists you've seen on instagram now let's get you there and not because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm doing it myself for you i'm doing it because you and the next artist behind you are going to need that same person who is at least honest enough to know where you want to go exactly here's the one I, here's the one thing i'm going to 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 ask you that i think I wish someone asked me back then. It is, does, mm -hmm. does it ever cross your mind, damn, how much longer can I do this without feeling like I'm going to get burned out? No, uh, that doesn't ever cross my mind because I've, I've always known that I was made to do this. Like I, I've always knew that me speaking up to public me, I'm sorry. Me just speaking to the public was something I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. It didn't. It didn't really hone in. It didn't really uh, hone in on me until really um, until I got you know just later later in life and older until I realized okay I love music and this is what I want to do. I want to talk through radio and I want to do journalism and I want to be in the music industry. Like these aren't things that these are things that I realized after the fact, but I know I knew that I always wanted to speak and mm -hmm. that's something that I was going to die doing. Uh, so no, I don't think that I could ever get tapped out or, or dried out doing this. Like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I, I know that. So there you go. Now, you know, it's funny. They don't tell us about that growing up. They don't tell us about the option of going to like the music industry or being involved mm -hmm. in that side of business. And the main reason they don't is because of how our influence is in our household. Mm -hmm. How does your family feel about the fact of you honing in on this very up and down, not always secure industry? I would say ever since I was a little kid, I've always wanted to be in the industry, whether it was singing, dancing, acting, those have always been things that I've enjoyed doing. And my family, no offense to them, but they always shot it down always shot it down um so i it, i just never became confident in these things and i know these are also things that i'm really great at doing mm -hmm. i just i just kind of let it go um but when i went to college and i realized okay no i do want to do journalism i want to speak i want to speak through music and these are things that i knew for sure that i wanted to do when i got home and i expressed that of course they still weren't 100 percent with it my family really didn't start getting okay or comfortable with what I was doing until maybe two years ago. Wow. Because e I'm going to be honest with you, even when I had the, the radio show at WVMR, they were still kind of iffy about that. Like, how are you getting paid? What exactly are you doing? How do you expect to, to do this? Well, I don't see you on TV. Well, da, 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 da. You right. know, just small stuff. Right, Small right. stuff. So I feel like what really helped me too was the fact that I never gave up. Um, even though we didn't have WVMR, I was still DJing because like, um, I taught myself how to DJ, so 
I still would practice and do these things where they're like, okay, well, we see that she never really left it, let it go. Mm-hmm. She never really stopped doing it. So I was like, yeah, this is something that I'm very passionate about doing. Um, and even with me moving here, I feel like now they're like, oh, okay, she's serious. This is, this is something that she wants to do. Right. Because I've always spoke about doing this. They're like, you're not going to do it. You're never going to go. You're going to stay here. You're going to be too scared. Like, blah, blah, blah. So just the fact that that I was able to show them, like, okay, I literally picked up with nothing. I'm going to be honest with you. I only had $200 in my pocket when I drove down This here. is going to be a story. I was able to get a job work i just got an apartment that i moved into so you know what i'm saying so it's stuff it's stuff like that that my family they're looking back on me now they're like oh, okay all right we see it we finally see something which is i'm never looking for their validation mm-hmm. but it's, it's 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 just the point that they're able to see like i'm serious i'm very serious about what i'm doing like very that. so it, of course it does hurt because you want that family support but it's, it's gonna come when it has to and if it doesn't there's there's hundreds and thousands of other people out here that I know that are going to support me. Um, so that's the one. I don't even stress it anymore. That's the, <laughs> that's, the, that's the one people understand success breeds a different type of motivation, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a motivation that you need when it's that, that when it comes from people who don't support, especially mm-hmm. when it's family, it's, it's an even bigger dig to when it's like, when you get to that point, it's like, the auntie, the uncle, the mom, the dad, whoever. See, this is what I was talking about. See where I'm at? Mm-hmm. I told you it takes time. Just the way at your job. Your job takes time to get the money you want. My job took time to get the money I wanted. My job took time took the success I wanted. So where you understand where I was, what I was doing, where I was going, the late night staying up, trying to put things together, do run show, uh, make sure you got all the music in, together. All that mm-hmm. is essential. All that time is basically your nine to five. That's your work. That's your work. And no matter what, what ends up happening at the end, you know su- that the level of success is there. You know what you want mm-hmm. to get out of it. And now you can go back and say, see, here's the example of what I was trying to show you this whole time. And I think that's that's the rewarding part, man, to, to show people like, listen, I made it. I made it. I love that feeling. But <laughs> I'm laughing because I hate doing that too i i, I hate yeah. proving people wrong yeah. i hate being like hey see i told you so yeah. no I, I i'm the type of person where i said what i said and you believe it if you don't or believe it if you do yep but i said what i said and i'm doing what i said that's that's me i've had some people forget about them you should just try to prove them wrong i'm like i'm not trying to prove anybody wrong i'm just trying to live in my truth mm. i'm trying to live in what i know i'm supposed to be living in i'm not trying to prove anybody wrong i know what i'm i know what i'm capable of and i know what god put me on this earth to do Amen. There's, there's, I just feel like I was given so many premonitions from God regarding me speaking or doing radio or just me being involved in the entertainment industry that it, it would be stupid of me to not even act on it. It will be stupid of me to believe what my family is saying just because they're scared or, you know, they weren't, they weren't in the right position to focus or do what they want to do with their dreams. That has nothing to do with me, honestly. Um, so it would, it would be wrong of me to not live in or act on what god put me here to do it will be so long Man. So. It don't, don't want, <laughs> i think that the, the the key part about that whole thing is listen and whoever's listening right now this is not about what race or religion this is all about what you believe mm-hmm. your strength and belief will go so far with you as long as you hold on to it. it's the smallest belief if you know you can make it to the point where you're good i i know how to get there 
I'm gonna get mm-hmm. there one way or another. No one gonna stop me from getting there. And yeah, it's gonna right. be bump, bumps in the road, sure, but no one said this shit gonna be easy, especially in this business. No <laughs> one said this shit was gonna be easy because there's people will come for your head for this business, and that's the crazy part. And the fact that you're still doing it, listen, I've always given you those props, always. Thank you. Always. Um, and. and- before you continue one thing that one thing that i do want to say and if you do feel like it is easy for the people out here listening it's not gonna last long and it i don't want to say it to to crush your feelings or dreams or anything but if you feel like you got there super easy so you're gonna fall super fast and it's not gonna last too long life comes with struggle and success comes with a lot of struggle and if you felt like you just all right well i did this and it worked out this way then it could be luck or it could just be that hot moment for you yeah and, you know it's, it's sad but it's true it is it is and you know the, the crazy part is i'm glad you brought that up because i've i've noticed like i don't i just downloaded tiktok on my phone <laughs> for the first time <laughs> and only because of the fact that i created an account for the station mm-hmm. so and just just spending like a good 15 20 minutes on it i like the the immediate reaction time that you get from watching tiktok there's like no build up it's literally whatever the person wants to post and you're watching it for that few amount of seconds mm-hmm. but what i realized is it became a very easy platform but then if you start thinking about it we started talking about instagram models because there were there were women that were getting famous off of just their body being displayed on instagram mm-hmm. even before that People like, oh, you're Facebook famous because people statuses, people videos. So no matter what, they're always going to be that lane. It's usually the easy lane through social media. It's right. I always feel like it's respected more to where you use the social media to drive your own work ethic. Mm-hmm. And when it's it's of course it's going to get harder, but to be able to use that a little bit of that easy lane to make it a little easier on you, sure. But still taking that path where it's like, you know what? If it's like a month, three months, six months, a year, two years, whatever, I'm going to get to the point where I need to be. But I'm going to make sure people understand this is what it took. You could take my path, you take your path, but I made it here. I made it here with hard work. I didn't sell myself short. I didn't sell out. I did it the right way in my eyes. I, I agree with that. I was literally just talking to one of my friends about that last night. He has been, like, I've worked with him at the school. I don't know if you remember when I used to work at the school. Yeah, yeah. It's been like five, seven to five, seven, five to seven years ago. Um, but he actually dances, and a few of his dances went viral on TikTok. His name is Lord Heck. Nice. And we were we were speaking last night, and I'm like, I'm one of those people that literally, like, we were, when we were working, TikTok was not a thing. It wasn't out, but he's always been dancing. He's been dancing his whole life. And for the people on TikTok, it may look like he just went viral overnight. Right. But it's like, no, like, he's put, he's putting years of creativity, years of, you know, hard work, sweat, hurting himself just to get to where he is now. Um, so that that's the only thing wrong not wrong but that's the only thing that does bother me with social media and specifically tiktok because there are people that for example how they say tiktok um songs or tiktok famous or whatever right there's people that there's there are some people on tiktok that literally have worked their whole life for that moment and there's some people on tiktok that literally work 10 minutes before that video (laughs) for it to get viral so that's what bothers me mostly about tiktok is you i personally feel like you can't even see the longevity 
of of the person behind it. Not to say that that matters, right? But in my opinion, most of these songs from TikTok or quote unquote TikTok songs that have popped that we have heard, that artist fell off or they didn't have anything else to follow up after that's, that because that's, that's all they had. True. That's, that's what they made that for that ten minutes, that ten seconds for you to watch. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so um, it, I was just piggybacking off for what you said. I asked them about that. That 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 really stuck with me. Our conversation yesterday and. It was like okay, I understood what he said. So the fact that you brought it up again, you know, that it was brought up again, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's that's real, and it doesn't make sense, yeah. and it's it's kind of discouraging, but it, it is. But it's, it's it's a way to use it. Like for example, now that another piece of free game, you know, I have these moments. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> now when you do an event, or you know an artist looking for a dancer, make sure your boy get in the video. Oh, of course. And then now. And, when- and- Go ahead, go ahead. He, he, he charges now. He oh, got the, oh. he charges now. smart man. Smart man. <laughs> if he needs a publicist, you know you can step in. For sure. Definitely. See? Definitely. Ladies and gentlemen, we just basically told y'all the whole free game. Y'all have a good night. That was the whole free game. People don't understand. It's, it, it is that simple. The planning part sucks. The, the, the execution sucks even more because it's so much work. But that's simple from... Yeah, my friend dances. Went viral on TikTok. All right, cool. He's going to need a manager. He's going to try to get him some videos. Oh, he should charge for dances. Now he's charging for dances. Now he can sit mm-hmm. there and get requests from artists who was like, yo, can you dance my song? Sure. This is how much it is. He posted on his TikTok. TikTok gets the followers to, to watch his video. The song, the money from the song goes back to the artist. It's all a business. Right. <laughs> it's all connected, but it's, it's about how you think about it. How you, how you, and that's why you got to create these relationships, exactly. See, that's what man, I should change the name of this episode, make the relationship because <laughs> people don't understand it's so key to have that future. Like, I get it, there's a lot of people in the industry, and this is something I was going to actually go towards you on next. Um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of connections that you make in the industry that are not always going to be good, but the good ones last, I don't want to say a lifetime, but last long enough to get it to where you know. This is where I can use this person for. Um, Definitely. Has there any been? Has there anybody recently that you've spoken to, outside of me now on 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 this podcast? But you've spoken to, and it's like you know what? When this move uh, in Georgia really like pops off, yo, I want you to be a part of it. Is there anybody specifically? Honestly, no. There's not one single person in particularly. Mm-hmm. I personally want to work with a lot of the people that I interviewed already because I'm I just feel like this is my return they have been working their ass off since I you know since I last interviewed them a lot of them have you know are are eating at the tables that they wanted to eat at right um so I personally feel like it, it would just be you know it'll be great for me to work with with them alongside the new people that I also do want to work with because that'll show them like hey like they're, they were able to do it. They started here. Like, I was nobody. They didn't have to come up my show and speak to me. You know what I'm saying? I was a nobody. They were nobody. Then look where they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So those are the only people that I really do. I'm open to work with anybody. I don't care what your status is. I want to work with you because I want to create that networking platform. I want to be that 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 person that can have somebody like Joey Badass and somebody like Kay Anthony sit at the same table, even though they've never, you know, they probably never sat at the same table with each other before. But in order for them to just share thoughts and, you know, share their ideas on the music industry at the same table, Mm -hmm. I feel like that, I feel like that is something that I really want to curate and something that I really want to do. So 
Yeah. That's good. That's that's the word of the day, ladies and gentlemen. Curate. There is not. There's no longer the situations where it's like, yo, let's set up a meeting. No, I'm going to curate something that makes sense for not only both parties, but also for their brands, but also for my brand because I'm going to be the one that you know at the end of the day, yo, this wouldn't be all possible if it wasn't for X, Y, and Z. Right. And that and that's so essential. It's funny you brought up K. Anthony and I laughed because I just reviewed um, color therapy. And it was like, mm-hmm. and it took me a second because I was like, shit, how do I know K. Anthony again? And I'm like, I know this brother for a minute. And I was like, oh, shit. Damn, Iman <laughs> put me on. And I'm like, I'm listening to it. And, and it was a gr- it's a great project for those who need to just listen to it. Just go on to voicesmusic.com. You'll see I did a whole review there. Um, the point I'm trying to make is it's such a big world out there. And within New York, it's always been this very crabs in a barrel mentality mm-hmm. do you think it's going to be hard to transition some of that crabs in a barrel mentality from those connections you have from new york and bringing it down there where it seems things are a lot more open and i want to say that it was it, for me for my my vision it seems like it's more of a every man for themselves down like atlanta and the georgia area in general from what i from what for, based off the energy that i received from certain people it doesn't feel like that to me. Mm. I feel like the people that do have that idea and mindset are people that have already been doing this for 10 years plus. Like like you said earlier, they're stuck in that old school way of thinking. They know that that's going to work for them because it's been working and nobody yep. else is going to come in and give them new ideas and change it. Motherfucking for gatekeepers. The people that I have, right. But they they don't have to hold the keys no more because <laughs> I could be the freaking janitor and they could have the gate, they could have the keys, <laughs> but I got all the keys. You know what I'm saying? I have all the keys, so. Oh, shit. Talk to them. That's, I could come in a room and shake it up. Like that's that's how that's the energy that I'm giving them. But honestly, the energy that I received from you know uh, smaller individuals, mm. no, like they're they're really they're it's not like New York. Like they're open to work with you. They're open to see you know what your ideas are. They're open to see how they can change and expand and nice. and create different things. So nice. And then even so. I was also in this period where in New York, I didn't want to be alone. I didn't want to work alone because I was super scared. I'm like, damn, how are people going to receive me? I'm just by myself. Mm. But I've also reached this point mentally where it's like, I can definitely work alone because I know what I'm capable of. Right. And if I had somebody else that wasn't as strong as me, they might drag me down. Right. So, no. Uh, yeah. Everything that, that, that you said earlier and everything that we spoke about in the past literally today i'm living in that truth like i'm literally living in that truth that's so that's big because of the fact that you end up realizing from experience mm-hmm. and all of everything you're in your surroundings is like oh shit this it, this is I, I i was thinking right look at the things that are coming towards me and people are telling me oh i was right about yeah. it all right cool so i know i'm on the right path it's funny because i was actually I, I did a, a post the other day to where I was talking about uh, John Cena and his uh, 20 years in wrestling. Mm. And that related to me speaking about his music career. And I realized after his music career, a lot of other wrestlers started also being rappers and also right. wrestling at the same time. <laughs> it's the same way with us now, fast forward, and in even reference of this whole episode, me speaking about the future. I never wanted to be that person to feel like I created some blueprint or I was this great motivator to people. 
but to listen to you basically speak like me how i did years ago starting voices music radio or first starting voices music with, with, with mastermind shit warms my heart because it's like okay so i wasn't <laughs> crazy back then because people called me crazy for some of the ideas i had even down to running the station it was like yo bro that's mad work like you're gonna have to hire a person this person well i guess i just want to do the shit myself and i did that mm-hmm. and but even when i first started the creation of it there were several different people around me i'm like yo bro this is what i'm doing yo bro this is what i'm doing or sis yo this is what i'm about to do next all right we got you that's so key because now it's like going mm-hmm. forward i'm looking at you and you're, you're everything you're saying is like yo you sound like me all the years ago having the right <laughs> connections having the right people it is something to build upon i'm like bro listen if i just contribute what they say your your, your story it's like a book like read mm-hmm. the, read the book don't don't judge about it like the the cover if your story just has me for a chapter or or just a page i did my job mm-hmm. I, did, I did my job I'm, I'm glad i'm glad i'm glad i'm somewhere mentioned in there because you, you obviously you know what you, you want next and it's honestly it's the most honest way to go about it yo you're gonna fucking do it that's all i'm gonna say you're gonna fucking do it thank you and and we're gonna do it it's it's not just me because you know we're gonna do it i know that i feel that i see that this thing that i've been seeing i'm big on manifestation Mm -hmm. these are things that i've always manifested for myself before i even knew that this is something i wanted to do so yeah i I've already seen it. It's been written in the stars. It's up for everybody else to just look up and see our names up there. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah all right, I see it. I, I like to hear that. It's shit. already there. Ah, it's already there. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, before before, <laughs> before we before we wind down, I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one thing that I always like sit back and, and think about when it came to WVMR in the past, and they always say, you know, you have to accept your past to move towards the future. Um. Mm-hmm. For me, one thing I had to accept, and I literally just talked to, shout out to King Leak. I just talked to Leak about this. And the funny part is I also talked to Blackout about this the other day too. One thing I regret is the fact that there was a lot of opportunities that came forward for the station overall to grow. And I didn't took it because I didn't take them because I was hesitant. And I wasn't hesitant mm-hmm. because of the fact that there were bad deals. There were, there were good deals. I trusted the people around me, what they were bringing me was good i was just so stuck in being like proving something to everybody that i could do it i didn't want nobody's help mm-hmm. going forward now obviously that's changing is there anything in your past when it came came to wvmr doing your show or just on your way to where you are right now the level of peace that you're at now knowing what you want to do next is there something that you did in the past that you regret that you would change in the past that I regret. No, uh, I'm also, I'm the type of person where I also don't really like to live my life on regret. Mm. Everything that I've experienced is a life lesson. And it's, it, it build it, it building me up for this moment right now. Because if I regret it, then I'll be like, damn, that means I'm not really ready for where I am right now. No, I feel like everything that I went through and I feel like I I have the best time at WBMR, even when I was just an intern, opening doors and getting people from downstairs. <laughs> I always Fucking had a great stairs. time. <laughs> I hated those stairs, yo. I really did. Lord, I, hated those I always stairs. had a great time 
I don't I don't regret anything. I was I I was also a person that came into this uh setting uh WVMR without any knowledge of anything. Yeah, I went to college and I learned mm-hmm. a few stuff, but I never once sat behind of a radio like um when I was when I was in high school and I created the uh, videos uh shows that we had mm-hmm. and I was posting it, I was in front of the camera. That was cool, but I've never once actually was able to sit in my own creativeness create and then exude you know what i'm saying i never once was able to do that so the fact that i was given the opportunity thanks to you and everybody else at wvmr no i don't regret anything i i'm very thankful i'm, I'm very thankful I, I i more than anything you've <laughs> talked about i appreciate that i appreciate that <laughs> there's always two different type of people in the world when it comes to regrets there's people who live with no regrets who understand the faults and what's happened with them and they move forward from it and those who they take some time and they really reminisce and recess. The great part about it is you put those two people together in this sense, myself and Iman Marie, I'm telling you, you guys have no idea what's to come the WVMR network and the brand that she's building down there in Georgia. You have no idea. There's conversations that me and her had, uh, either just me and her speaking or, or in a group setting, where we all said the same thing. Voices music started a trend. And like I put on my Instagram the other day, it dies with me. There's no, there's no stopping it. It's, it's, it lives mm-hmm. with me. The shit's tattooed in my arm. So if I can sit there and do that for others and kind of inspire or help them achieve something, I did my job. I can die happy because end of the day, it's always about leaving a legacy. And the great part is, it's that future. It's always thinking about what's next. You, it's good now, but what can do next? What we can do better the next time? For me, mm-hmm. it's watching your growth, watching... Um, Malik growth um, watching others who came from that station grow to even now where they can say yo mainstream I still want to work with you bro and I'm like alright fuck it let's do it <laughs> fuck it let's do it let's do it if, y'all, if y- you believe in this I, I'm gonna believe in it too let's do it and right. I, I can't wait till they see what happens next me either i'm i'm so ready to just <laughs> Bruh, show the world what's going on I want to I wanted to lo- I'm I wanted to launch yesterday. Keep it a buck. I wanted to li- literally launch the station yesterday, and I, it's it's doing things. The, I know I was doing things the right way, having being patient about it. But I, the way things are coming together, matter of fact, I'll tell you. Let, let's wrap this up. Let me tell you off off off, off podcast. Um, what's your okay. so, what's your social media? I want the first thing I want to say is thank you, mainstream, and and. Secondly, thank you to everybody that's been listening. This is my first time on air in the last five years since my last show. I didn't think I still had it, but of course I do. Um, So I just want to say thank you guys for bearing with me. And you guys can find me on Instagram at I am Iman Marie. That's I-A-M-I-M-A-N-M-A-R-I-E. I I am Iman Marie. Um, And I hope to see you guys in the future. Hopefully you guys can tap into me and... That's pretty much on me. Thank you. Of course, of course. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you up after because yeah, I gotta discuss what, what's possible, what's coming next, and um, uh, ideas I have for for next year. I'm not even focused too much oh. this year. It's for next year because mm-hmm. my idea of for course. next year is is it could it could change some th- some things. If you if you launch the way I know you're going to, we may change mm-hmm. some things with what I'm with my ideas. Definitely. All right, I hit you after. Will do. Later. Thank you. Of course. Later. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Missy Mon Marie. Um, that was a good one. 
because there's a level of understanding on both sides from me and her where when she first started as an intern it's not because of the fact that she was on the sidelines and not studying or doing anything no i honed in on her to work with her uh just like i want to work with anthony obas like the, the same way i wanted to work with Jalen demarco they were three people who came across the intern desk that all f- basically uh, i'm sorry dj black bully these are four people that came across the intern desk started as interns and I'm not saying because of me. I will never say because of me, but because of that experience they gained being around me because I opened a door where certain people shouldn't have the door open in front of them to get where they needed to be. Uh, DJ Black Bully, before she came to me, she was a producer and was a DJ. She ended up being DJ on like three different shows, um, started working with other artists that were came from the station. And if I'm not mistaken, she's still involved in the music industry till today, still producing, still DJing. And I'm... I'm not gonna say it's definitely because of me, but I'm pretty sure there's people that she that people remember her from the station. I work on her to this to, to this day. I I can speak on Anthony Obas and and his growth over the years, but the boy came out with a book. Enough said. And not even boy, he's a he's a grown ass man now. Was it? What well, literally was just like she was saying, going up and down the stairs to open the door, close the door of the station, all that, and all that was motivation to get where they are now um same with Jalen DeMarco I mean Jalen tall skinny white girl that came to the station and just loved hip-hop and loved being a part of the experience of what WMR was and started managing two artists from the station started working with um Sony if I'm not mistaken for for a brief while I gotta hit her up because been a while she was in Detroit for a while on stages with Royce the five nine um and um and just doing more public uh, public relations and marketing it's the key for me has always been this if I can sit here and said that I was a part of somebody's growth negatively or positively then I know I did something because it has to make you feel if if you're doing something that doesn't make you feel something then there's no point of doing it. Even if it's the smallest spark, negative or positive, if you feel it and you know, even if within the negative, you know how to turn it to a positive or with the positive, you would just want to make it even more. You do it. You hone in in it. You just focus on it. It's, it's, a, it's such a beautiful thing, man, to watch people really come into themselves and know what they want. It's just, bro, <laughs> the OVMR network coming back is, is going to be pretty big. And the main reason why it's going to be pretty big is because I know the number of people out there that just can't wait to be a part of it in some shape, form, and fashion. <sighs> that alone is just just rewarding, really rewarding. Um, as we finish up here, again, shout out to my sponsors, uh, Chill Hop. Uh, right now currently playing is the best of philanthropy um the chill hot spotlight uh again the link will be in the description um i enjoy chill hop again it made for a great conversation i know you'll hear some up and downs on the audio there it's it's fine that we're going off the raw 
on how this podcast should be handled and listen i have no problem with it it gives the gives the podcast character and it's a great character because this is something that i've enjoyed doing and i still enjoy doing um also uh tinyurl.com forward slash to haiti triumph is the instrumental to the podcast um just to throw in there because i want y'all motherfuckers out there to please go and search the calling that's c-a-u-l-i-n-g-e-p is out now uh take a listen enjoy it um listen videos still coming soon um there are situations in place for even more from the calling ep and what's next in suhaiti's career please follow along um for her is at the real suhaiti um and of course what we've been talking about this whole time wvmr uh wvmr network home of the creatives if you want to be a part of this movement you hear um iman marie she's down there in georgia that's one of those important connections that i have being a part of this network where you understand i'm not just restricted to here in new york i i have people in several different places that are going to be very important to have in the very near future enjoy that enjoy that and understand that there's opportunities here and i just want to keep giving it um as we wrap up here uh Iman marie was able to secure a very interesting interview back then um the good f- homie uh dime a dozen uh i didn't expect her, her to book it it was nothing against her but for somebody who i knew w- was very close to joey badass um plain pat um that that very gritty brooklyn era I had no idea, like, she, she had a way to get to him. Man, I'm talking about the guy was so humble, so dope. Uh, we played, I forgot the name of the project, but we played his project on, on air. Um, I put some songs in rotation. Um, I followed him since, like I said, he unfollowed me, but it's not saying nothing against it. It's not a big deal. Social media, I don't stress. What I do stress is you keep it up, keep it putting out good music. This is my favorite song, and it was actually a song that was played on the show and I think I put it in rotation. I think it was actually nominated for an award. Um, this is Diamond Dozen and a single banger. Um, do the work, people, because at the end of the day, you got to enjoy and live it too. Peace. Welcome, welcome, people. Well, go on, Nanti. More talk to Unaka. Me, sir. Hey, yeah. Let my chat like. What I'm saying? We can't do this. What? We can't do what? Like we don't have the flavors in a crown night. Them One to them. You know, you know what this is? You know what this is? Life in the valley. This is a hymn. Bang a bang a bang a bang Bang a bang a bang a bang Bang a bang a bang a bang This is a hymn. Bang a bang a bang a bang Bang a bang a bang a bang Bang a yes I'm about to bang you. This is a hymn. Pray the Lord and save you, save you. Trinity ting look like Topanga. Grab the grip, the then I banged her. Hit the flex, they know your boy. Know your boy, not Polaroids. Design the clothes, they throw your boy. Swagger shows, I showed your boys. 
You sold your soul, you posing, boy. Holy cell is over, boy. The crown's newest golden shell. Brooklyn's latest poster, boy. Your jewels for you, soldier, boy. Whoa, tenfold going overboard. You niggas bickering over bros. I bend over and boom by yards. I need the bitch from the island to top me when I'm bending blocks in the stolen ride. I need the police to chase me while I'm getting face on Facebook recorded live. I'm not the play with I told you guys. Genuine hard and perverted mind. But they won't get it to niggas pull up with the mass and the blick and they mortified. That this is a When you find the time, put that pussy on me. Girl, you're way too fine to be feeling lonely. You know I'm on the rise. Like you know Come fuck with me tonight. Danger, 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 danger. The game is not how they portray it. Half these cats is lame and famous. All this aims to gain the paper. Sit just ain't the same for gangsters. Our role models change and change this. They ain't spitting flames, they flaming. They ain't finna fade, they flagrant. Ballin', 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 ballin'. If that's really what you call it. More than often I've been on it. Filming pornos all lip performance on it. I deserve to be awarded. Must admit it that I've been exhausted. All of the intercourse and the concerts. Run through the comments and run through condoms. I've been a star, just send a line, man. I've been that nigga since birth. Ghetto Olympics, my shirt. I used to spit in the church. Reminiscing of the holy scriptures when the nigga spit in the verse. If you tripping to get with a nigga that's richer and triple your worth. <laughs> when you find the time, put that pussy on me. Girl, you're way too fine to be feeling lonely. No, I'm on the ride. Or your girl can get the vibe.